to talk. All right, you're talking. So long I'm talking. I know. I feel like it's been forever. That's why I was like, <laughs> we need to update the world. Yeah. On us. Yeah. So. All right. So let's start with hi introductions. Hello. I'm Gabby. I'm Liska. And this is Rise in Norwegian. Oh my god, that was so well done. It didn't um, miss a beat. Our podcast about scum and all of its parallel universes. universes. Although right now we are going back to OG. Yeah. To start talking about the season of the one, the great Sana. Yes. I think it's Sana Bakush. I could be saying it wrong, but I'm trying. <laughs> uh, no, we that this does not mean, by the way, that we're not going to cover the other uh, remakes. Uh, particularly, I know some people are asking about Netherlands. And we want to do it. We want to do it soon. We just want to get a couple of Sana episodes in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because it's just a little time-consuming when we do the entire seasons. Oh, whole seasons are rough. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we end up talking forever, and then you have to edit it. Yeah. And you have to... I mean, watch, watch it. it. So it's <laughs> That's a, a lot of thing. hours. So we just need a tiny little break. Yeah. Uh, but we'll be back. We really want to do Netherlands. Um, and and then I guess this brings us sort of to our first Scam news, which is Scam France has a season six. Okay, cool. I mean, I don't watch it, but cool. <laughs> we'll so, get to it. So we do need to get to Scam at some point. And yeah, it's possible that we're going to be those people and start with season three and then maybe go back, see how it is. It's just, there's a lot of seasons. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, they were just like, dropped it, dropped the news on, I think it was, I don't remember if it was Twitter. I think it was Twitter. And, and everyone was just kind of like, what? 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 But that's all we know, that it exists. We don't know who the main is or anything. And I don't even think we have a release date for season five yet. Except that they're... Oh, so they're... Okay, so they're... Yeah, that's right, because obviously they just finished four, duh. Yeah. So I assume maybe because when they did three and four, they were basically filming them almost simultaneously. So they'll probably do So the they'll probably do a similar thing, I imagine, for budget reasons. Yeah, uh, yeah. Scheduling. And, and scheduling and all that. So that's kind of update that's cool i mean i'm super even though i haven't seen it i'm super super curious and excited to see who they choose yeah for i'm uh, i mean obviously with the fans one and the rumors like usually people are always gonna want an evan season so you have elliot and then uh daphne bill day like yeah forever like will we ever will we ever get a bill date season is a question yeah uh, I, that has yet to be answered with a yes i feel like if if i were just go with my gut feeling if they had done a season five of og they would have done a vilda season just something about the way uh-huh. she's sort of been like this planted in the background these little pieces that like seem to be adding up and then they kind of try to wrap it up in the well last and episode, in a lot but... of ways she she is a big antagonist antagonistic force in sana's season exactly so i think it would have been really fascinating to send sort of go to her to go to her yeah yeah so that's kind of that update do you want to do like every if do we have news about any other like remake sort of situation yeah yeah for all sure. right still no news on netherlands some of the actors are working together, so people were like, oh, this is, they're shooting season three, uh, and... You mean they're working on a show together? They're working on some project together. Okay, okay. Some Mystery project. project. <laughs> so people were like, that means confirmation for season three, and people had to very quickly be like, no, that's not what this is. This is still in talks, because it is like a budget thing about the network that they're right. on. We haven't heard anything, but we also haven't heard anything about cancellation, so, so keeping fingers crossed. Still hope. Still hope. Same with Austin. It's like no renewal or cancellation. But again, people are like, "Oh, this person was was at the Facebook offices, so that must mean that." Right, right. So I'm still waiting on that. Uh, justice for Shay. Uh, 
getting t-shirts printed just as Fichet. I mean, but it is weird because they would be shooting... Well, I guess they could shoot in the spring. Yeah, remember, because they're doing this thing where they're basically... They're treating it as a traditional season, which I dislike, because they're only having essentially one season per year. So that's not the best right. Facebook, but whatever. And then I guess the last one is Druk, which has had a controversial couple of weeks. Okay. Theoretically, it ends on Sunday. Like, that's the last... The end of the season. The end of the show. And, right. I wasn't sure. I was like, should I say it? Should I let you say it? Yeah, so is it officially being canceled? Mm, no, yes. Oh, okay. There's more updates than what I know. Well, there's a fan event on Sunday. Okay. In Berlin. Uh, so I know a bunch of people are going into that. I know a bunch of people want to ask about some of the problems they've had with this season. So that would be interesting to see sort of what happens with that. And so it seems sort of like there's several theories going around. The prevailing one seems to be that either it's over or if it's coming back, it's coming back with like a new cast. For example, um, Kiki has a younger sister who got an Instagram way back before season four started. So we all assumed that she was going to be part of season four. She has a fucking Instagram with like 30 posts. That's more than Mia. And uh, (laughs) what's his name? Um, so they're, they're might, they might skins it. Yeah, because we, we actually saw her in the clip from today or yesterday. I don't know, because I'm not watching the clips right now, because uh-huh. I'm mad at Drew, so I'm waiting for the show to end, and then I'm watching the whole episodes. Right, right. No right. clips from me, because <laughs> I'm mad at you. Uh, but I will watch the whole episode. So we did briefly see her in a clip. Okay. Uh, it was a Hana clip, though. She has been on screen, then. She has been on screen. yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's the other possibility. Obviously, by the time we actually put this out, we'll have an answer, but I'm just theorizing here, guys. Yeah, so I yeah. could be wrong, I could be right, so maybe we're saying... Well, and they, have they graduated? I know they have that weird, they have, like, a weird school system. Yeah, our characters. Yeah, so they all They all graduated, graduated in season in three. three. Season three. Season three, yeah. Uh, so what had they been doing in season four? Just enjoying their summer. Oh, right, because it's summer. Duh, yeah. obviously. So they've all been enjoying their summer, uh... David has been making a short film to apply to film school. <laughs> uh, Sam has been working at an ice cream shop. Then she got fired. Then she kind of, I think she wants to go into like maybe something costume design or arts. I can't remember. Hannah has been struggling about, I don't know what to do with my life. Although as of yesterday, she seems to be interested in becoming a midwife or a sort of thing in that situation. Okay. Which I could kind of say. Unexpected. Right? I mean, unexpected and like not something you hear in my experience, high school yeah. students think about. Uh, Amira just wants to go to Australia. That's been right, sort of the her. consistent thing. Yeah. Um, Mia's going back to Madrid, I think. I don't know. Every, every It's like, I feel like there's so much pressure in American schools to, like, you need to have a plan by the time you graduate. Right. That the fact that everyone's sort of treating this as, like, summer and figuring shit out, I'm like, what is this existence? Yeah. I'm so, like, jealous to a yeah. certain extent. Yeah, yeah. It's like this last summer of freedom where yeah. I think in American schools, if you're not in, if you're not already accepted by the time you graduate, you're, yeah, exactly. I mean, you might as well just kill yourself. Like, exactly, right? It's that kind of attitude. Yeah. Not, it's not true, but it's that kind but of yeah, attitude. But yeah, it's the prevailing attitude. So I'm like, is this a Druk thing or is this a Germany thing? Like, I'm very fascinated yeah, by yeah. watching this. Do you know all. in Australia they do? Uh, it's very common for people for kids to take like I mean, yeah, kids whatever, young people to take a year off, like a gap year, and go travel the world. And I'm okay. just like, what? This is br- beautiful, brilliant. Why doesn't everyone adopt this? Yeah, it's definitely a thing that I I wish was more yeah. prevailing. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. whatever. 
So, but I do want to talk a little bit more about Druk in season four and some questions, but I want to take a pause and talk about some less scam-related stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one I answered myself last night, but you were all over Twitter talking about Secret Garden, and I didn't know what you were talking about <gasps> at first. And then, <laughs> as I was about to go to sleep, I saw the trailer. Oh, yeah, for the I new movie. I didn't know there was a trailer for the new movie. Yeah. So I was like, why is everyone upset about the Secret Garden? I don't know what's going on. But you've seen the 93 one, right? Yeah, I love it. Okay, okay. Just, just yeah. that, that was my gasp. No, no, was no. was like, you, you do know about the no, 93 I movie. No, I love the 93 yeah, one. Yeah, I love I've it. seen obviously. it a million times. Yeah. Um, I actually had a, like, a friend of mine in, in L.A. had, like, a viewing party, like, a couple oh, years God. ago. That's so great. It was really fun. I actually texted, like, I, I sent it to her yesterday being like, you're going to be very upset, but here's this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it needs a caveat. Yeah. Be prepared. What did you think of the trailer? I mean, I agree that, like, why is there magic in the secret garden? There's no like, magic. It's it's just... It's a she's, metaphor. It's she's, a metaphor. She's, she's bringing a garden back to life, <laughs> and she's being brought back to life. It's not hard. <laughs> this is not bridge to Terabithia. Like, it's, yeah, it's, so I'm like, I don't I don't understand. I don't know about this interpretation, guys. Yeah. Uh, Plus, I don't know. I mean, the little girl looked cute and everything, but just something about it, like, the whole thing felt a little like, oh, okay, I've seen this a million times before. Like, it didn't... It had, like, it yeah. had, like Hollywood Yeah, gloss. exactly. So, but it made me think about how I have, like, these very Twitter-specific conversations, uh-huh. like, and, like, things that I hyper-fixate, but that only other people who've been on Twitter all day right. know about. Right, So, uh, even a couple of weeks ago, when, so, um, the Canadian, um, Virtue and, and more, the Tessa and Scott, the... Oh, the figure skaters. The figure yes. skaters. Uh, when Scott announced that he was engaged a couple of weeks ago, uh, I like my to co- not his partner, not, right? Not yeah. to his partner. It's not a cutting edge. Situation. Yeah, I shared it with my cousins, one of who I know is on Twitter all the time, one of who does not even have a Twitter account, and she was like, "Why do I care?" And we were both like, "What do you mean you don't care?" And she's like. <laughs> are you guys into, like, the Winter Olympics? And we were like, we're into them. <laughs> and then she goes, is this a Twitter thing? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe? Because <laughs> I was really into them. Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember when that was a thing, and I was kind of like, wait, what? Like, I was... And I was like, how have I missed this for the last 25 years? Thank you, Twitter. Yeah, and all the Canadians were gloating because they were like, you're welcome. <laughs> we gave you this. I mean, they, were, they are pretty great. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. they actually announced this week that they're retiring. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. I heard about the engagement. I didn't hear no, about that. This, it was like yesterday or the day before. Is it a Yoko Ono situation? Are we going to blame the new girl? I mean, <laughs> like I, I, new hope, I hope not. I think people are mainly being like, yeah. we're going to miss you guys. Yeah. I mean, uh, figure skating is like a, like, there's few people who make it into their, like, tw- figure skating for like 20, 30 years. Like, yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah, honestly, I haven't followed figure skating since I was like 16, but like, from my memory at the time, there were like, most people graduate into like uh, judging, teaching, yeah. commenting, and on they've had like a fantastic career, especially because this this is like they had Simma retired at some point, and then they were like, no, we're going for we're coming it. back for and and it was fan- fucking like it was like uh-huh. even better than ever for them. So, uh-huh. so I'm glad that they the Twitter and they gave us <laughs> <laughs> something beautiful. To you know what? You can write a shoot now. I'm totally blanking out. What's the Alt fanfic, like when you do an alt universe thing. Why am I blinking out? Uh, a A U A U. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that's ridiculous. What's the alt universe thing? I was like, um, sorry, my brain is much like you've had a long day. So my brain's a little dead. But yes, you can. We can do like a like an A U for them where they. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where, where it's basically the cutting edge, except they're Canadian. Yes, pretty except much. I'm pretty sure those actors are Canadian. <laughs> I think so because they've so, been on like. 
I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just, there's something about Twitter that I'm like, I know it's not good for you. And yet I love the fact that when someone sends me like some sort of news thing, I'm like, I knew that like way, like way before yeah. you. Today, Justin was like, oh, did you see the thing someone posted on Facebook about like where somebody had strung together Alex Trebek saying genre very funny? Yeah. And I was like, I saw that like two like, weeks ago. See? <laughs> that, there's a weird sense of pride in that. Yeah. Like, even, shame a little bit, but also pride. Even the SNL Shane thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I saw the tweet that blew up, uh-huh. like, like three minutes after it, after yeah. it was posted. Yeah. So I was like, like, five hours later, I was like, yeah, I've known about this for five hours. Yeah. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> yeah, I, Twitter, I saw those uh, tapes, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Twitter is such a weird, like, closed environment world with its own language and its own kind of unspoken rules yeah. of conduct and conversation. It's fascinating. Yeah. I find it fascinating, too, even as I know that it's probably not a good... It's probably rotting our brains and yeah. our souls, but... Uh, speaking about Twitter, though, I have been following uh, Iana's... I'm hoping I'm saying her name correctly. Uh-huh. Iana's Twitter all week, uh, because I don't think she knows how much... Well, first of all, how much of a power she can have, unwittingly, because I read The Goldfinch because of her uh, <laughs> in tweeting about it constantly. Right. <laughs> and then what came out this week? The movie. The movie. So I've been following her and, like, actually checking her Twitter because I've been following her slow mental breakdown at first. Oh. Uh, yeah, because the reviews were not good. The reviews were awful until now where she basically, she finally saw it, so good for her, and then she wrote an article for GQ that we have yet to read, which is titled, The Goldfinch Isn't That Bad, Guys. <laughs> Uh, in defense of the Oscar hopeful that became one of the biggest box office busts of all time. Oh, oh, it didn't do well either, huh? Oh, no, it did so bad. That was, I par- mean, that was part of the mental breakdown that she's yeah. been having all week. I mean, it's it's like a movie based on kind of an esoteric novel that's super thick that <laughs> only people who had to review it read it, and you too, I guess. <laughs> Even though somehow it was on the New York Times bestseller. Uh, I shall be too. We're going to go watch it on Monday. Oh, are you? She's like, I guess we should go support it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna read it just right now. It's you know, there's a lot weighing down my bedside um, table. So yeah, so I, I only mention Iana because she's she's also like a big scam stan, and she uh-huh. wrote an article that we mentioned last time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, anyway, just wanted her to know if she is still listening that her Goldfinch uh, uh, devotion has brought a lot of joy into my yeah. life, and I can't wait to see it on Monday. And, well, and it got you to read the book, and it got me to read the book. And I bet that's what got Shelby to read the book. So, by extension... No, she read it first. Oh, she read it first. And I was just like, Shelby, for some reason, I was like, do you happen to own the goldfish? And she was like, yeah. I was like, okay. Interesting. (laughs) Getting somewhere. Yeah. So, that's kind of... Those are pretty much my big updates. Yeah. Which leads me to my next question. Mm Mm-hmm. Is season four cursed? Has there... Okay, so now I have heard very peripherally from you that... Things have gone down with Drew, like in it, like like shit has hit the fan. Yeah. So so far, so now we have three season fours. So three sauna seasons. We have yeah. the original one, which yep. we're going to talk about and in depth. Uh, we've got um, France, France, which is Iman's season, which started great and then quickly derailed into what some people believe to be even worse than OG. OG. How and quickly? Quicker than OG? About the same point. Okay. Uh, so half the first the karaoke. half. The first half. Do they have karaoke? Or know. like whatever the equivalent yeah, yeah, yeah. is? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Actually, yes. Yeah. It's when he yeah. kisses when he kisses their newer character. Yeah. Uh, like that's the point where I was like, what the fuck? Right. Uh, and it goes 
I have my theories about what France does well, and it usually is they take the drama and they, like, make it bigger. <laughs> uh, so a lot of what they did was make bigger the shit that people hated, hated. about the season. Yeah, yeah. Which seems like an interesting take. So I still actually haven't seen all of the last four episodes, so when we get around to it, I'll have a more informed opinion. Right, okay. But it's just the way that the Girl Squad acts and some of the attitudes in general. Ah, uh, that's right. I believe this is the one that you <laughs> were, like, commenting about how it wasn't the slap that was Druk, but it was uh, just that, like, you hated everyone yeah, in, like, friend, in yeah, French. Yeah, yeah, Like, the girls... Like, did, do they even deserve to get back together? Yeah. I don't know. I believe <laughs> yeah. that was your comment. Yeah, yeah, that was my comment. <laughs> so, and then now we have Druk, and the thing with Druk is... They did a lot of interesting things, because they did definitely, they do this thing where they listen to the fans, and they did sort of make interesting changes. Although, again, to the detriment of conflict, maybe? Like, it's like, okay, so you're gonna change the conflict, but I think you still need conflict, right? Right. (laughs) Right. So, I I loved a lot of the changes, and I thought they were gearing up with some really interesting stuff, especially with the family and with Australia, and then they only give us seven Amira episodes out of a 10-episode season. Right. Uh, The first one actually happened to be the Abby Ball special, which we never knew, but they did a good job of, like, splitting it up with everyone. Okay, so that's that's almost like a transitional episode. Yeah, but it's counted, because I think budget-wise, they only have 10 episodes. Right, okay. Then, I think, again, there's some scheduling and budget issues that we can talk more in detail, so it feels much more fragmented in terms of the people. Like, there's no Mateo and Amira. Like, there's no, like, biology buddy, for, for example, right. really at all. Uh, but that's that's not a major issue. But it was just, like, some interesting choices. But still, I was really happy with the season. I was really happy with Amira and Muhammad and what you were going. And you yourself, when I was telling you some of the things about them, you are like, I just have this fear that this is the only conversation they're going to have and we're never going to go in-depth as, as to, like, Muhammad's Syrian status and actually have discussions about faith. Guess what? We don't. We don't, right. And instead, the end of the season, which... I assuming means the end of the series or at least of these characters we have a whole episode for Mia where breaking news Winterberg has broken up oh <laughs> so that's something uh and then an episode they're, of- <laughs> sorry they're like they're, the show doesn't do that much drama except like Winterberg is just like the craziest drama yeah they are they're all over the place like and then, operatic drama and then the last episode seems to be half Hannah half Mateo and then I think we're going to end the weekend again with uh, Amira. Okay. So they did the Abibal special, then six episodes of Amira's story. Seven. Oh, seven on top of the one. Yeah, yeah, So eight kind of. Yeah. And then there were two episodes, one which is Winterberg. Entirely. And, entirely. And then the last That's episode. That's like separate, split between. Yeah, and then split between um, Hannah, Mateo, and I think Amira. Do you want me to tell you something good, though? Yeah. Please do. Guess who got together, back together today? Don't tell me. I mean, I assume not Vinterberg. No. <laughs> Hannah and Yunas. Oh! Yay! <laughs> Yay! Again, again, haven't seen it because if I wasn't going to watch the Mia clips, then I'm not going to watch anyone's clips. So I'm waiting for the season to be over. and then Before you can see the whole thing. The yeah. whole thing. And I'll, I'll even put, put the VPN and give them the views. I'm just, like, mad at them right now. Because I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like... If there's anything that people people were so upset that Amir that Sana only got nine season nine episodes nine episodes yeah that felt like a jip yeah and then here we have even less yeah. so I don't know we're gonna discuss it more but I I that's I saw a couple of posts going around saying is season four 
cursed, and yeah. then now I'm wondering the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's people kind of, if it's like there's a, an amount of fear of going into certain topics, especially when they know they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. Which could be easily solved. By hiring writers who know what they're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> or, like, a really fucking good consultant, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever you need to make this the most authentic version where you don't feel like you're you're about to, like, screw up somehow. Because Dirk even had a good Amira, I mean, a, a good sound of actress, Amira. Yeah, yeah. I remember us both really liking her energy, and she yeah. just had, like, so much potential. So there's just this big question that I'm like, yeah. I don't know what keeps going wrong, but something does keep going wrong. Another thing I think is, it's like they don't, for example, so much of it is around this love story, and yet because of the actresses or because of the religion, we can't have the normal markers that we have for a love story, which is like they kiss, blah blah right, blah blah, right. and it's like they don't know how to handle it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I mean, it's certainly <laughs> it's not impossible. Like, but maybe just. I mean, look at so... Bollywood. Yeah, like there's a long tradition of being able to tell, uh, like love stories without having to resort to, like, to, to physical, physical intimacy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, the love story part of OG uh, season four, I really like. Yeah, the, I mean, me too. The neuro stuff. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about... It's annoying, but, but, yeah. but not because, of, like, when uh, Sana and Yusuf are together, like, I'm even thinking about later episodes where um, it's just the sort of, like, when they're looking out over the city. It's some of my favorite clips. Yeah, exactly. Period. All that, all of that, like, all of the show. And I, I'm, I definitely have... A lot of issues with the plotting later on, but those scenes always work for me. In fact, I don't know that I ever like articulated in my head that they never are physically. They never. They never kiss, right? In no. season four. No, they hug. Right. So I don't. I didn't even like notice that. You know, it wasn't like I needed. Well, and Amira and Mohammed don't have any personal space, and it's so like it's so well done. <laughs> like you feel it. Yeah. So you can have that tension. Yeah, totally. Especially if you have like two charismatic, like right, right, right. beautiful people. Uh, <laughs> Never so hurts. Sometimes that's all you need. Uh, so I don't know if anyone has any comments that they want to throw away as to why I just wanted to put the question out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, that's a good. Good. Let's like. Let's like. Let's like. That can be our like question for the season as we watch Sana season. Uh, yeah, because I guess we we want to say here that. We know that this is a controversial season. We know that there were, like, a lot of um, disappointment in the fandom. Mm -hmm. So we are going to be looking at this as people who really love Sana, but we also want to be aware of, like, or try to be aware of where these um, sort of feelings came from. Yeah. Right? And I think there are story things that... Uh, we can pinpoint to that. I'll uh, definitely be curious for, to hear from you as we go on what um, fandom was saying. Because I... You know, I like a lot about the season. I, I don't like some things about the season. I love Sana always. But I don't know very much about Islam. I don't... I know a couple of people who are Muslim, but mm -hmm. never... Uh, haven't had, like, as like super long conversations with them or anything about it. Or, like, they're, like, you know... Yeah. I mean, just a little bit. Not enough that I feel like... I Like, I wish I had some more insider Yeah, me too. That, that is another like, thing that I do feel that too because even when I was watching the season I remember trying to make sense of like uh well why is this happening what's appropriate for this what's like right. um and I didn't have personally a lot of people that I could talk yeah. to so I was and I was trying to hear from the Muslim fans themselves and etc and trying to get a sense of what the deal was because I think Sana getting her own season is a big deal yeah uh and so I'm very glad that she exists and that she gets to be a sort of badass no apologies but yeah there's 
there's a lot to discuss. And again, it's something we've talked about, about the burden of being the one. Uh, yeah. Which is not ideal. Yeah, um, yeah. And yet that doesn't take away that there are issues with this season. So we do want to yeah. talk them as honestly as we can. Yeah. Uh, at least from the point of view of writing. Like, yeah. And just <laughs> and viewer, fan, and fans, fans and viewers. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then we'll, we'll try to, you know, be as educated as we can be. But yeah. feel free to call us out, man. Yeah. That's what Twitter is for. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, should we dive into season, I mean, episode one then? Yeah, so Sana's season, um, episode one, which is called You Hate Hanging Out With Us. I know. <laughs> which uh, which we had a very funny moment earlier. <laughs> yeah, when Gabby said it, and I was like, wait, what? Like, I don't hate hanging out with you guys. Like, anyway, it was, <laughs> it was very funny. All right, it was a who's on first situation. Um, so I guess I'll start off. Yeah, I think we both actually really like this episode. Yeah, I think it's a very strong premiere, and it does a good job of sort of setting up the conflict of the season yeah. and uh, the romance of the season yeah. and all of that. Yes, in very subtle ways, it it's it sets off little things that uh, I didn't realize the first time watching it. Yeah. Um, like the ice cream scene, which we'll get to. Like, there's like a, there's a lot happening in that scene that is very small, but actually is part mm-hmm. of the plot. And so, so, yeah, so we open with Sana on the bus, on the tram, sorry, on the tram. Oh, I thought it was a bus, too. No, it's, they don't have a bus, they have a tram, oh. I don't know, I've, I know it's been explained, I've read fan fiction where they're like, actually, <laughs> this is this and that, uh-huh. and if you notice, the subs say tram, not, oh. not on, at some point later, uh, one of They'll them say, oh, it. you we, were on the, so at the very end on Friday, are they on a tram or a subway? Because that looks like a subway metro to I think me. they're on the metro. Okay. Like more so of a train like, situation. So it's like in Austin itself, there's right. a tram. And then, yeah. I don't know. And then they take probably more of like a real rail outside yeah. to go to suburbs. Look at us making up, <laughs> making up facts about Oslo. As if we know. Uh, one day you and I are going to go to Oslo. And I we're going to take all the pictures <laughs> at all the like, uh, you know, the, the I know. kebab shop. I, I told and... you that the the Nor- the official like Norwegian like website has like a scum like Map? Like yeah. a, like a yeah. follow the trail? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So I'm just saying. We, we need to get on it, guys. Uh, I mean, we even have like uh, people we went to school with. So, you yeah. know, we could use that as an excuse. Yeah. We're such c- close friends, guys. We're super connected with th- those two people. Who- <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, so she's sitting on the tram, um, and she's just, like, looking out the window, and we kind of get images of, like, Trump, ads, boys, etc. and so, like, it's kind of, like, what she's seeing, but also, I guess, flashes of... Yeah. It's almost, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the opening of season yeah, one. Yes. Uh, and there's a lot to unpack in the montage. Except it's all silent, which is fascinating. Uh, isn't there a song playing over it? There, yeah, but I mean, oh. there's no voiceover. Yes. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, yeah. There's no Sana telling us what it is we're supposed to be getting from it. We're just getting it from, like, her eyes and her, like, looking at, like, the abs of, like, the random right. white right, Norwegian right, right. boys on, on the street, yeah. etc. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting contrasts in there. So, like, notably, every once in a while, intercut. So, she's basically, it's, like, shots of the city outside the window, mm-hmm. mostly. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of interesting things. Like, she'll pass, like, they pass by a bus or, I guess, a tram stop with, like, a giant poster of, like, girls in bikinis. Yeah. Um, and there's just this sense of, like... You know what it reminded me of? That her line from season one. Oh. Where she says, I'm uh, a faith, uh, I can't remember if she's the word religious, or I'm a, 
faithful girl in the godless uh, city or country. I can't remember. Yeah. I'm the biggest loser of all. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like this montage is like aimed at highlighting that of just how, um, how, how everyday like, life is just full chalk of these images. Um, like contrasts and how much she stands out from them. But at the same time, there's also things that unify her, like with everyone else, because she's human. And yep. so when she sees a cute boy, like rubbing his abs, she's like, she, mm. yeah, she's looking. <laughs> she's she's kind of smiling too. Yeah, she's looking. <laughs> and then in, in all of that, what I find it really interesting, though the show never really goes there for better or for worse, is that there's these like, f- like brief flashes of um, kind of like images from Middle Eastern conflict zones. Yeah. And I don't know which ones, but. I don't know either. Uh, and there's a lot, I mean, there. <laughs> Just putting them in there, I think, says and does a lot. Because, it's a powerful statement. Yeah. I, I mean, I, so people who are long-term listeners will know that I immigrated to the United States when I was 10 years old from the Balkans when there was a war going on. So I can speak to the insanity, <laughs> the slightly crazy feeling you have. Mm-hmm. I think when you live in a country um, where everything is normal and yet, like, the, like, a place that you in some to some degree identify from because she's not from all those places of course but um uh is in complete chaos and even that the country that you're currently living in is in some ways connected with that um so just the co- the, the sort of what's the cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. <laughs> of every day of that uh, is what is kind of what I got out of these cognitive dissonance is actually the perfect word for, for it actually I yeah think. I, I would have not thought of it but thank you for putting it out there but yeah I think that's a really good one and then I like how we sort of break out of that with uh the the prayer call that sort of brings us back to the moment and of course even like before that just just so things don't get too heavy there's this like hilarious song played over it oh yeah yeah. I can't remember what it is but I loved it uh and and yeah and then the prayer call like snaps us to reality to to reality and then to also there's a woman sitting across yeah. from uh, Sana. Who, yeah, a who, presumably white Norwegian or Scandinavian woman. Who gives her a very judging yeah. look. Kind of judging, kind of pitying. Yeah, that's because, true. Because she's that in, mix, yeah. because yeah. she's in her hijab. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, another, again, nothing, no, there has, there, there is no need for any dialogue or anything extra. Yeah. We totally get what's happening yeah. there and it's, a, I think it's a powerful. It just puts you in such a mind space with her that, uh, it's really powerful, yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I think in this episode, it's just such a good um, example of what an excellent director Julie is. Yeah, and how she can really like swiftly put you in the point of view of a character that you have not been uh, yes. ever before, and you just get it completely. And tiny details, which you know, yeah, we'll get to that. We we'll get to that. Um, so yeah, then kind of cutting from the tram, she is walking to. Uh, somewhere we don't know where she's walking on the streets and she gets a text from her mom mm-hmm. about uh, a service this friday at the mosque um i believe the topic is something like women in islam or something, something like, like that. that yeah i know it's women and the religion yeah um and uh, her first question is is jamila gonna be there <laughs> to which her mom is like sana, sana. <laughs> you can she she texts it but you can hear yeah, it yeah <laughs> Um, which sets up, again, another interesting conflict, which ends up being eh, one of the ones that people have definitely mixed feelings about. Yeah. 
but also gives me a lot of questions because I'm like, does she has has she just been avoiding Jamila for a year? Yeah, like, that was my yeah. I was ex- gonna ask you the exact same thing. I mean, I think that's what we're supposed to assume, and it's and she's like engaged to her brother, right? Yeah, the brother we never who meet, we never meet. meet. Yeah, doesn't even have a name. Right, presumably um, an older brother. Yeah, we have so many of these mysterious <laughs> siblings never to be seen. Uh, so, I mean, I guess you could argue maybe the brother is studying somewhere else, so Jamila isn't there all the time, but I don't know. What I know about her family and, like, their dynamics, I'm sure that Jamila's invited to their... To, to dinners. And, yeah, constantly. Yeah. Unless uh, they are studying abroad, I guess that's possible. I mean, Though but, it's never clarified. But even if the brother is gone, Jamila is there. That's the implication. That's right. She's in nursing school, medical school? Or something. Yeah, yeah they mentioned yeah, that yeah, eventually. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Even if he's gone, I'm sure that she's invited <laughs> around all the time. It's mysterious, for um, sure. So, but yeah, but it's setting up this question of, like, Yamila and Sana's clearly, like, complicated feelings right. towards her. Let's right. say that. Um, which yeah. we'll get into later, I think. Yeah, so right away we're getting very, like, thematic statement and then we're also getting um like the fir- first plot line that's gonna continue yeah uh and then she kind of rolls up to uh so basically to the to the collective but the exterior which we're not really that familiar yes, with yeah uh so we see um at this point it's just evan and isak um by a moving bus van, van yeah. situation and they're like being cute uh, <laughs> essentially, and she just for a beat like kind of watches them be cute. Which, uh-huh. I mean, I'm thankful for. <laughs> uh, and then eventually they uh, they see her and they're all like, "Oh, yeah, oh, now you arrive. Oh, uh, you're late to help us move." And she's like, "Am I?" Right. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like she very much has that attitude, which yeah. I very much admire. <laughs> I admire because. Uh-huh. I love her attitude, and I like and her just the boldness. And her like, boldness, yeah. and I and I also admire the like playfulness between uh, yeah her and uh, Evan and uh, Isak, and then eventually the whole boy squad joins, and this is the first moment that we get that I told you was a fan art, which yes. I was going to be so good and find you the artist, and I forgot. Oh, oh my god, I I'm gonna have to do that for the other moments when it's there, but this is one of the moments where. Uh, Julie recreated one of the popular sort of fan arts that were online about the boy squad and uh, Evan and the uh-huh. um, um, And then Sana goes in. We linger with the boy squad for like a moment longer as uh, Magnus basically is like, tell Vilda I already miss her. <laughs> yeah, so basically the running gag is between Magnus and Vilda this season is just like them being grossly in love. <laughs> yeah. But at least at this point, I think uh, everyone's like, oh, you guys are cute. Uh, right. And then there's this sort of like teasing moment about who's cuter, uh, Magnus and Vilde or, or Evac. And uh, <laughs> I agree with um, Evan and Isaac, who proclaim themselves to be the cutest. <laughs> Definitely. A hundred percent. Do Magnus and Vilde have a ship name? I have no Magnus. idea. Magnus? Ooh, that does not sound good. I have <laughs> Milda also doesn't sound good. I don't think they do. But you're making me think of uh, terrible ship names, though. <laughs> I always, I always, and I don't remember if this was real or this was just us being haters, but, like, Logan and Veronica is love. Oh, um, right, yeah, and, yeah. But then, um, Duncan and Veronica, we used to call, um, VD, like, venereal disease. <laughs> I remember that. I, re- I think I remember hearing that. <laughs> I don't. I, that was pretty mean. It's so funny, though, because when we talk about, like, the shipboards and Veronica Mars, like, everyone's all like, piss and Veronica or Logan and Veronica. I was like... 
That's not what we talked about for two seasons, guys. We're right. all ignoring the existence of Duncan because we just don't want to acknowledge him. Because we called him Donut and no one cared. No. <laughs> okay, so we're back to this. Alright, so this is our first girl, girl squat um, scene of the season. Yay. Um, yeah, so Sana goes upstairs and mm-hmm. the girls are eating pizza and Vilda's talking about sex. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we have like two sort of things happening that again start setting up the conflict. So. Yeah. In terms of, like, what we hear is Vilda's constant talking about sex. Um, and then visually we have, they have two types of pizza, both of which Sana can't eat. Right, because, they, oh, I, I missed that moment, you're right, but I remember that. It's because they both have the uh, meat on them, I they think. They both have meat yeah. on it, so she has to pick, it's she has to, she has to yeah. yeah, so she has to pick it out of the pizza because it's the only way that she can sort of, Right. Like, Do the girls acknowledge that? No. Never. Which to me is super weird. Mm. Not that I don't believe it, but, like... I, they just don't seem to me, maybe Vilde is that unaware, but the fact that none of them would catch on to this. Right. Even if they didn't, I can, like, they made a mistake in ordering and not thinking about yeah. her, and that I kind of understand. She wasn't there, they didn't know if she was going to show up, okay. Yeah, yeah. you weren't here on time, we right. weren't sure if you were coming or not. But there's no moment when they see her picking it off. And they're, they're like, like, oh yeah, sorry, we forgot. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, is like, it, or any question of yeah. like, oh right, is it because it's not, it's, I mean, it, it seems like a very deliberate choice in the sense that it's piling on yes sana's sense of for sure subtle sense of not belonging and it does a very good job of that yeah uh it just you know makes me ask questions about the girl squat right yeah <laughs> that i don't you want ask. them to be perfect i want them to be perfect and uh and then also do, do you see the other sort of like visual one with the sauce yeah at first i was like i don't get what's going on and then it just kept going on so basically Vilda is like talking about sex like in, in, in extreme detail and uh, she's pouring some sort of white sauce uh, on a slice of pizza. Just, I mean, like, lathering it on. Cum. And it's, I think it's supposed to look like cum, I guess. Yes, well, yeah, she's <laughs> specifically talking about that. And that's, right. like, one of the moments. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I mentioned she even takes a bit, bite out of it. And it's, like, it's all, like all, all over, over her mouth. mouth. And I'm like, we get it. Yeah. I mean, talk about... Uh, Julianne, I'm putting us in Sana's point of view. Like, we are so grossed out. Even if, like, even if you aren't, even if you don't care and you're the type of person who doesn't care if people talk about sex all the time, mm-hmm. which I'm more like Sana in that regard, like, I think people talk about it way too much. <laughs> like, but even if you didn't, in that moment you are with Sana. Yeah, uh, yeah and being for like, sure. And you're like, oh my god, up. make it, make it stop. Make it stop. Yeah, don't you have any boundaries? And which Sana snaps at her, like, well, I don't think about, I, or something like, I understand if you're uncomfortable because you can't have sex, to which Sana has one of the best retorts of all time, mm-hmm. I, I can, I just choose, choose not, not to. to. Yeah. Uh, which is su- such a good, like, I think, distillation of her philosophy and her relationship mm-hmm. to, to her faith. And then, um, she continues to go off on Bill Day. Probably for a little bit too long. Like, she gets pretty, uh... She starts to feel bad about it. And all the girls are a little bit like, ooh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then eventually, I think she, she catches herself. Which, that's the thing. There's so much. There's so many moments of these which I think are interesting. And she kind of, like, basically just says, Look, I just think that, like, you know, sex between you and Magnus should be up between the two of you. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, that's a good point. And in that speech, she also says, I think, uh, she says, I don't think about boys all the time. Which, like liar well, yes we know we know she's <laughs> lying about that because uh, we saw her thinking about boys and like, we're gonna see her think about boys yeah. in like a second yeah like but yet yet it's something that she feels that she can't share with them because they yeah. have this perception of her yes which is so fascinating yeah so that and, um, and very I thought relatable. That, was, that was very interesting i keep wanting to talk about elite but i don't know why mm. should i yeah i mean you, you i mean I, I haven't seen it so i can't like i just have so they also have a Muslim oh, right. character, yeah, yeah, yeah. and 
let's just say the reaction has always been mixed to her and even more this season and I think within reason um and again I was trying to see some sort of interpretations of it I still really like her romance with this with Guzman who's like a white Catholic dude uh huh um there are aspects of it that I still like and I understand why people respond to it and yet I felt like maybe it's because I'm so much in Sana's point of view I felt like I was at a loss at um understanding Nadia's journey and her mm. de- the decisions that she made and it, it, I get it and it feels like it comes from this thing where it's like look at these like white Spaniards writing the story where um it kind of reminds me of Vilda being like well you can't do that and and then Sana saying well I choose to I ne- I don't see that with Nadia like it feels like they define mm-hmm. uh, so they define their, their fa- her faith by everything she can't do right, right, uh, right. and that's how they see it so yeah. this season is like well I can't drink so I will well I can't have sex so I will and I feel at a loss as to how where how she's getting from A to B I think that's also a good story to tell yeah like, yeah well and also I believe it's some people's yeah so experience. it is the experience yeah. of a lot of people and I think those stories are also can be told yeah and yet and then maybe it was just that but then her parents are just so stereotypically awful okay. uh that then it's like just, religious people <laughs> religious people awful, and so yeah. it kind of keeps like I don't know it just made me uncomfortable in a way that the first season didn't, and I don't know if this because I'm thinking so much about Sana and, like, the, the Sana season. Yeah. But um, I definitely understood where a lot of people were coming from. And this was, like, the couple that I, like, loved the most in season one. And I was like, I still like them, and yet I feel really uncomfortable about this. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I was talking to somebody about a script. Um, someone came to me for, like, advice on a script dealing with older women, like, women in their 50s, 60s, and 70s on the basis of, like, I'm a woman, therefore I might have... If yeah. he's making, like, a horrible sexist movie, I could steer him the right way. And I was like, look, I don't think I have the experience of being 50, 60, or 70. But talking about it with him, I realized the power of not doing the obvious thing. Um, so, so if you've seen it a million times, so if you've seen the Muslim girl who... Uh, who desperately wants to be like everyone else and her rigid parents are keeping her from it and she doesn't really care about the religion that much, then, like, maybe do something else. Maybe yeah, do but a but I didn't, character. But I didn't even understand if she cared or didn't care about religion. Right. And that was, that was my thing. Like, right. with her brother, who's gay and, like, eventually leaves home, like, I understand that, at least at this moment, that's not something that matters to Omar. I get that 100%. Right. Uh, with her, I'm not sure. Right, I, right, And right. I'm like, I don't want to be sure. And yet that not sureness, I bet, is never actually part of the dilemma. Yeah. It's just like you, the audience, aren't sure. Yeah, and right. I'm like, and, or if she's telling herself, I, I can have my faith and have this too, I don't know. Right. It's not clear to me. I think right. towards the end, she kind of ends up being more towards her faith again because a lot of dramatic... Stuff happens. It's elite. A lot of dramatic shit happens. I was I I, I want to finish it, but I don't have I haven't had time, and I don't know where I would post it. But I'm I'm making this ranking that's called who is the worst person of elite, and then like one of the subcategories is but how much do I love them? <laughs> and like sometimes it's like twelve out of ten would die for them. Murder maybe, but also would die for them. Right, right, right. And yet they're like number one. Um, yeah, they're the worst. They're, they're the worst. <laughs> Uh, but anyway. That sounds like a really fun show. So this is sort of my aside, and I'm, I feel like I wanted to put that out there. Yeah, Done. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting to compare it to other media. There's not that much There's that not I that much. Yeah, so that, again, it falls yeah. back to that thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now we're back to the girls. Um, after this sort of uncomfortable moment, Nora tries to 
break the tension a little bit by being like, tea? Tea? Which seems very in character. Yes, super in character. <laughs> uh, so she gets up, and the moment she's out of the of the scene, then Eva's like, I got hot gossip. Pete Chris told me that William has a new girl. Yeah. Should we tell um, Nora? Yeah. So that, yeah, go ahead. And then. Sana's very quickly like, yeah. Yeah, which is very in Sana to just, like, girl squad, we back each other up no matter what. And then... If he's being a dick, we let her know. Yeah. And yet Eva is not sure. She feels like it should come from William. Um, and sort of the conversation is left without anyone really making a decision. Right. About Part- what they should do. Yeah. Before Nora comes back in. Yes. And there's, like, very awkward silence. Although I think Vilda's save is really good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Vilda's like, because Nora's like, What's every, why is everyone silent? And Vilda's like, well, cause we're talking about anal sex. <laughs> and this is the first time in the season that we hear the Vilda nay, which basically is like the most heard phrase throughout this entire season, either from the characters or from the fandom. Believe right, me. Right. Everyone would, every episode would be like, Vilda nay. Nay. <laughs> um... And Chris basically tries to casually bring up William to see, to right. hear from Nora what the deal is, and the deal is essentially is, we don't know. Yeah, yeah and yeah, she basically, this is kind of like our update on what, what their status is post-season three, and it's like... Which, which is going to be, uh, again, controversial subplot for the rest of the season. Uh, I yeah, so basically she's living in Oslo, he's in London, they're a couple, she says, in fact her exact words are, it'll always be me and William, which is a little bit like a death knell for the, like, like the show is saying, like, yeah. <laughs> it'll always be Nor- Norham, and, yeah. and the rest of us are like, I Oh yeah, and I guess we should say that, uh, the reason, if you're not, if you can't remember, if you're not unclear, the reason everyone's doing this moving in and moving out thing is because Isak is moving out. To their own place. To his own place with Evan, and then Nora has her bedroom Yes, back. yeah. So, all right. So Yes, that was an important plot. Yeah, like, it's interesting development. I remember being like, I mean, should Evan and Isak move in together? Probably not. They're very but young. They're very young, and yet... I don't know. I it's also like, sweet. It's also sweet, and I want the like fairy taleness of it. I like, know. I love them. They're, they're just gonna live happily forever after that. We don't have any problems. Goodbye. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. No. Forever. In my head, that's how they live. It's so funny because I feel like with some couples, I'm like, I have to be like, no, you have to be realistic about it. And some right. other ones are like, no, no. They've been together since they were 16 years old, and they're going to die together in the same bed, and they're gonna like literally die within like five minutes of each parallel other. Parallel universes. Like talking about <laughs> parallel universes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Till totally. the last fucking breath. Yeah. <laughs> Stand with by that. Okay. So now we get our first glimpse into Sana's home. Yay, yeah. Sana comes home and there's lots of shoes by the door and there's laughter coming from the other room. Male laughter. Yeah. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> and first she's kind of like eye rolling annoyed because I think she trips on one of the shoes or something. Uh, but then she, she hears... hears the name Yusef. Oh, changes everything. <laughs> she immediately, like, looks at herself in the mirror. And then, I love this so much, like, actually tapes, takes out a lipstick and, uh-huh. like, reapplies. Reapplies. You gotta look good. You gotta look fine. So, again, it's it's the first time ever we've sort of been led into sort of Sana's internal, uh, the side of her. Yes. We've never seen this before. And I love that when she looks at herself in the mirror, when she reapplies, she just looks at herself and she's like, you got this. Like, yeah. she just, like, radiates confidence. Um, I love that they never go to a place with her of, oh, I don't know, like, insecurity. Yeah. Um, at least not yet. Um. Well, at least not about, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then she walks, she basically walks to Not about herself. Yeah, yeah. She stands, uh, she walks to where her brother and his friends are, 
the balloon squad. This is yes. the first time they are introduced. Yeah. And she Technically, com- I guess they're still the boy squad for now. But we'd been calling them online the balloon squad for weeks Since, yeah. at this point. So they were just the balloon squad. Okay. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk, we can talk about that yeah. when we actually meet them with the balloons. Yeah. So it's our first introduction to them. Uh, so we see um, Sana's brother, Elias, and then a bunch of other boys. Uh-huh. They're all playing a game. She's kind of standing by the door, and her eyes immediately go <laughs> uh, to one very special guy. Yusef. Yusef. So the boys are just being boys and playing this game where they yeah, have to... They're, like, to tossing what looks like a beanie bag or, or a like, sock. A, a rolled-up sock. sock. I don't know. They're tossing it into a lampshade, and they're supposed to, like, toss it. When uh, Snoop Dogg says, uh, "What's uh, the one?" He like, says, "Smoke, smoke weed every day." Yeah, yeah, that's it. And there's like a pause right before that's like kind of hard to um to like time it to time it. So that's sort of the game. Uh huh. And Sana again with her confidence being Sana is all like, "Oh, what are you boys doing?" And she basically agrees to this bet even before she knows what she's signing up for, yeah. which I love so yeah. much. She's like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, bet, yeah, totally." Extremely in character. And and again, a perfect way to introduce the dynamic between Elias uh, and Sana. Yes. Uh, whereas definitely, it's it's clear that they're close. Uh, yeah, they're close in age. So, yeah. Which so as siblings, like they you know have grown up very closely with each other, and. There's a kind of like a mutual love hate respect. Yes, exactly. It's like the perfect balance yeah, in a sibling agreed. relationship. Yeah, agreed, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. I just gotta pop, like on the balloon squad. I just want to say that like I think of my of the main girl squad casting. This is by far my favorite. Like, there's just something about these guys that is perfect to me. Yeah, like three seconds on screen, and you're like, yeah, they're best friends. Yep, and I know, I know each and their. Every one of them, like, their personalities. Their I just, dynamic. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought it was really well done, too. And I love, you told me about the, I mean, you showed me some of their, uh, now I'm blanking out what it's called, the... Hey, Brisby. Hey, Brisby uh, videos, which are just amazing. Yeah. I, I would f- watch those if there were real guys who were putting out random videos. I yeah, I feel them. like at some point I, we, we should take, a, like, a beat to discuss those. Yeah. Because I think they're really good. And this gives me to another fascinating aspect None of the remakes have tried to really have a balloon squad. Because those guys are magic. Like, they cast them, they put them in the room together, they realize that they were just, like, (laughs) hilarious and great with each other. And it's not like all of them, like, are big characters, and yet no one has tried to, like, uh, copy this, like, yeah, easy dynamic or done any, really, of the YouTube stuff, as far as I know. Uh, so it's like, we definitely get a brother or two brothers and maybe a friend, but that's like it. That's it. Yeah. That's that's interesting that they don't even try to get a squad together. Yeah, exactly. Um, but when I say it's magic, I'm not even being completely, like, facetious. I mean that it's, it's such a lack of the draw that when you're lucky and you get it, you just milk it as much as you can. Um, yeah. So then Sana takes her, her moment and she, uh makes her toss, and she misses. She's too early. Yes. And, of course, the bet was if she wins, he would be her... Her brother, Elias, would be her slave for a week. And if she loses, she would be his slave for a week. Which... Problematic? Very interesting (laughs) beat when she loses. Yeah. Uh, Because then, like... Take as a brother, he takes it to the next level, and he basically tries to take advantage of it. And she's yeah. like, "Fine, whatever." But then, yeah, he orders her to make tea for him and all his friends, which she kind of pushes back on. But she's like, "Fine, I'll do it." I mean, a bet is a bet, okay. But then he takes it a step too far. Yeah, when he calls her a, a slave, slave woman. woman, and just the murder look she gives him is perfect. And he immediately takes it back. He recognizes yeah. it. And my favorite part was the rest of the balloon squad being yes. like, 
what? Whoa, dude. I think one of them even says something like, she's your sister, man. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's a, it's a great moment. Yeah. I mean, I still don't love the choice of calling her a slave woman at all, and yet I think in terms of showing that dynamic between them and, like, very clearly establish their personalities. Yeah. Uh, and, and she's older than him, right? No, he's older. Oh, he is. He's Evan's age. Oh, that's right. Obviously. (laughs) Hello. Though, one of them is younger than the rest. One in the balloon squad, I think. Or maybe he just looks young. No, I think he just looks young. He looks young. young. They're all all 97 97ers. (laughs) Maybe it sounds better in Norwegian. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... That's right. Which is funny that she's such a boss of him. Yeah. I mean, she's Sana. But of course. Like, yeah. No doubt. I'm sure even when they were like five years old, she was like, who rules? Yes. Me. Yeah. And I love, but at the moment I do love it of him because it's such like a, it's kind of like a thoughtless, stupid thing. Yes. Which all the time. Yeah. But like, but then he immediately is like, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like he, so he, he doesn't even have to be corrected. He walks back. Yeah. I think. I know. Right away. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I really like him. Um, a lot. Yeah, that actor is so good. He's so natural and just like I just want to hang out with him and be his friend. I mean, and, the and, whole balloon squad. And, and you also believe that he is indeed taking a gap year and trying to figure out his life. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has that doofusy kind of like I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm a happy guy kind yeah. of thing going on. Yeah, and then and I and I like that. But then even with him, we get to see moments of like real vulnerability later on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely. Um. Okay. So. Uh, oh, by the way, this is happening during Easter week. I don't know if you remembered that. Right. I didn't until they mentioned it in the ice yeah, cream scene. Yeah, because I, I remember. I, th- I saw this season live. Um, I guess I want to say that again. It was mm-hmm. the only season that I That's really right. saw live. Uh, so and I, you were watching Clip to Clip? I was watching Clip to Clip. I was watching. I was following the text messages. I was following the Instagrams. Uh, everything. You got uh, the full experience. I would watch the Hey Brixby videos in Norwegian. Right, yeah, you told me that. They weren't even subtitled. No, you were like, not, not That's how charming they are. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch them in another language. And I'd be like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm here for it. Uh, and I, later on, I, when we get to it, I'll talk about how much anxiety-inducing it was, though. I was like, I don't know that this is the best for me uh-huh. uh, and my personality, uh, it was having, like, I was having, like, anxiety dreams about it. I bet it was after the fight. Yeah. 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 Like, legit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so glad I got to experience it. Yeah, so the next scene is, like, the girl squad is kind of hanging out outside on the street, eating frozen yogurt, talking about, and this is very, like, they get just be, hang out and be, they're talking about, like, flavors or whatever. It's just very, a casual scene. Also, I remember watching this and thinking, like, wow, they've really grown. Like, especially because I watched them fairly close together. So yeah. from season one to here. Yeah, you see it. And, oh, my God, Vilda's hair in this scene, it looks so pretty. I just want to point that out because I even wrote it down. Yeah, I think Vilda's hair in several scenes it's, yeah, is, like, it's, it's top. It's top on point. Game. Yeah, on point. Um, and, uh, yeah, in this one they mention, Chris kind of mentions that it's Easter break, but it's really boring. They're bored. They make a call back to our, the cabin. To the cabin. They're, she's like, I, I'm kind of bummed we didn't go, but also I can't go there without thinking about Casper, which I assume means that they broke yeah, up. Yeah, they broke up. It's supposed to be like, this is why I'm back this season, but not even really, because we don't really get enough get, Chris. Get much of her. Sadly. She's so great in every scene that she's in, like the the pizza scene, this yeah. one, it just every and and I think it's the first kind of real attempt to make her into a more fleshed out character. Okay, like I was wondering you, you start to figure out what is her dynamic within the group 
be beyond I'm here to make funny jokes. The, yeah, and I think clown. you get a better sense of what draws like Sana to her, even if we don't actually get to see them. Yeah, be friends one on one, which again still upset about. Yeah, yeah, because I just think it's such a fa- fascinating the fact that these two people drift to each other is it, with even within the dynamics of the group. I find really interesting. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so, uh, this is the scene I was mentioning earlier where, like, a lot of things are actually happening and being planted. Um, so, while they are talking about stuff, Elias texts Sana asking that she bring her keys to the gym where he's at because she's his slave, slave, quote, unquote. Yeah, she doesn't want to at first, and he's like, well, remember? You have to. Uh, Eva invites everyone to her place to watch some show. It's a reality TV show. Oh, okay. And, um. Very big. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they mention it in the in the text messages too. Uh, okay, all, all the time. And then uh, Vilda asks if she can bring Magnus, which is really funny, and just makes me go like, "Ugh!" Like <laughs> this is my internal name. I mean, at moment. this point, they're all like, "Yeah, of course, of course." But like, it just made me think of like all the times a girl in high school gets a boyfriend. I mean, mm-hmm. not even high school. Well into your 20s. Yeah, yeah, Girl gets a boyfriend and you never see her again. Um, <laughs> or at least not without him. They're like yes. joined yeah, yeah. at the hip. Uh, and, oh, and so, but Nura can't, she declines the offer to go watch TV because Eskil was decorating her room. Which we know what that means in Nura talk. It means I'm avoiding something. We don't know what right. that, yeah, like, that's, like, her usual, like, thing that we saw during all of season two, whenever she had to come up with an excuse, so I don't know if it's true or not. Or what was really going on. But like, I'm very doubtful. I, I kind of wish I'd gone back and checked to see what she, I feel like she was on her phone as well during the scene. So I wonder if she was getting some sort of text message or something that we don't know about. Yeah, but we, we don't see. But, but in any case, it's kind of convenient that she doesn't go with them because the next thing they're going to do yeah. is they're all going to go to the it's, gym. It's definitely a very convenient yeah. setup. <laughs> they're all going to go to the gym to drop off the keys and they're going to go to Eva's. After. And as they're walking there, we basically, uh, we have like, first we have Vilda complaining that no one else has a boyfriend. Right. And uh, she's like, oh, but you know, it's it's just not fair. Like, I just, <laughs> uh, but then also they bring up, again, the Norhelm question of it all. Of like, yeah, what should we do? Uh, um, what does she know? Should they say something? We don't know. Should we try to get uh, Nora? Should we try to set up Nora with anyone else? <laughs> yes, I believe that is specifically Vilda brainstorming. That that's her big idea for like how they're going to solve the situation. Is it going to introduce her to someone else? Well, she keeps trying to say, "How about Yunus or or one of the basically one of the boys?" Right, and everyone's right, right. like, "No, no, no." That's a terrible you don't need idea. That much drama. Um, and then they enter the gym. And Wait, what do they see? Why not? Before that, Vilde, very, like, again, on point, asks the question, well, where are we supposed to find some right. new colon handsome boys? Right. <laughs> and, then, and then they look up. And what do they see? Uh, the balloon squat working out to an very slow-mo. Uh, right. And it's, like, a hilarious montage because yes. they're all very handsome guys, but these are not, like, bodybuilders no, either. No, You know what I mean? So it's, like, this weird thing where you're, like, on the one hand, you're, like, you get why these girls are, like, impressed, but on the other hand, you're, like, yeah, but also they're just, like, like boys. high schoolers. They're yeah, boys. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. It's so great. It's so, so, so great. I love everything about it. And, uh, and it's kind of, like, tongue-in-cheek the female gaze. Yes, yes, I love that. Um, and I loved seeing the faces of the girl squad behind. Like, Eva's face is, like, amazing. Yeah, the, each and every one of them has, like, the best expression. And, uh, and of course, and, and and this again, goes on forever. It goes on forever, and again, we're still very much in Sana's point of view, so right. even, she... though, so even though the first thing we kind of see is her, her brother, whatever, most of her gaze is, is on, on Yusef. Yes. And his, uh, his little, like, 
his arms. Right. <laughs> and also, like, do boys exercise together at the gym? Like, is this a thing? Do guys th- exercise together? I think it is. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen guys at the gym, like, this many of them. I have at the rock climbing gym. Oh, you have? Yeah, okay. they're all, like, they're all, like, and then they, like, help, they, like, give each other advice. But see, like, rock climbing kind of is, like, it's a thing that you're doing. It's not just, like, lifting weights. I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> I love it. I'm not complaining. I think so. I think yeah, boys lift yeah. weights together, but I have no idea. Um, uh, I mean, there's a concept of a gym buddy, but that's someone you meet at the gym. Right, and, and it's, like, one like, person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. If I was, like, maybe kids Boys, these days. tell us. I don't know. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, so, anyway, the, the, the FOMO finally ends, and this is Balloon Squad meets Girl Squad. And, and basically, Bill Day is like, I have found new boys. Yes. She's so happy, and her smile and handshake Yeah, so Elias comes over and is all like, hey, girls. <laughs> and Sana keeps trying to be, like, nope, nope. nope. And Bill Day is not having it. She just steps right past And she even tried to keep them from coming in the gym. Yeah, she did. She's like, uh, you guys can wear it outside. And they're like, no, that's stupid. We're coming in. And, uh, yeah, Vilda's all smiles, and I don't think it's just because of Nora. Uh, uh, no. No, no, for sure. <laughs> Definitely, it was like, Vilda, she, you have a boyfriend. She enjoyed that show, too. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, so basically, we, the, the scene ends with uh, Sana very quickly realizing that all her nightmares are coming true, and her words are colliding <laughs> right. in ways she did not want to. Yeah, so she's like, nay, nay, nay. <laughs> but... Vilda is not to be stopped because nope. Friday, what are they doing? They're meeting up with the balloon squad to go to a party. Party with the balloon squad. And as they're sort of waiting for them to arrive, um, Sana keeps being all like, they're immature, they're not going to be here, uh, which are all the arguments she tells herself as to why she can't <laughs> like Yusa. It's uh-huh. like, you like him? He's a dumb boy. <laughs> <laughs> she can't say that out loud. Right. Um, and that's when the balloon squad arrives and they have... What do they have, Liska? What um, are they holding? Is it maybe giant balloons? Like a giant balloon uh, bunch? From McDonald's? From McDonald's, yeah. Which, I, I, I want you to, on this rewatch, note how many times McDonald's is, noted, is mentioned or seen. Oh. It's like a recurring thing forever. And it's even in the in the header for her season, there's even like a McDonald's thing. So there's a symbolism, I think, about like capitalism, corporations, but yeah. also this thing of like, she, there's 95% of the items on McDonald's which she is can't she can't have. have. Yeah, so it's the, it is the ultimate symbol of Western consumer. Yeah. Completely antithetical to Muslim culture. Yeah. Culture. So, so it's there kind of throughout. Um, I don't think it's as obvious if you're not watching a gift to clip where you're like, why are we talking about McDonald's so much? That's fascinating. <laughs> I don't think I picked up on that even when I didn't watch it clip to clip. But, but it, com- I'm pay it comes up uh, several times. Like yeah. People would be like, hey, do you want to come to McDonald's now? And she's like, no. Yeah, yeah, it's basically everything <laughs> wrong with the Western world, like yes. in one restaurant. Um. So yeah, so they arrive with the balloons. So do you remember the reason why they're called the balloon squat? Uh, because they're all, well, because they're also smoke, uh, not smoking, inhaling balloons on the train. I mean, they bring the balloons. But like in general, why do we, why do the fans call them the balloon squat? I don't know. Because as far as I can remember, please tell me if I'm remembering wrong, uh, we did, we did, they didn't have a name when we first we knew that they were going to exist, but they didn't have a name yet. We didn't even know the names of the characters. So one of the first... Remember they were shooting this in Oslo. Oh, pictures leaked. So pictures leaked of them holding the balloons. That's right, you told scene. me this. So then thus the balloon squat was named the balloon squat. And to this day, even Julie calls them the balloon squat. That's right. So they were actually called balloon squad, like you said, even before the episode aired, yeah. basically. Yeah. That's why you said that 
they are balloon squat. squat. Yeah, even all before, the way uh, from the beginning. Yeah, yes, they're always yes, going to yes. be the balloon squat because that's what the internet, like the fandom, decided they were called. Dubbed, yeah, dubbed them before the season even premiered. Um, I hope I'm remembering that correctly, but I'm going to stick to my guns. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then on the train, they're sucking helium, like I said, which like. I mean, yeah, who hasn't done that? I mean, remember how, I mean, we did, we also saw that in Netherlands, like, very, was it Netherlands? We saw it That sounds familiar, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it was Netherlands. Uh, that scene, that, like, little montage of them in the train, always, every single time, makes me want to go out with my friends. Like, makes me want to go out dancing <laughs> with sounds, my friends. It looks, yeah, like, sometimes the parties in Scam do not seem appealing or fun. Right. But this one sort of coming together of yeah. the two gangs, there's something about it that's fun and playful, almost joyful and innocent to a certain Completely, extent. Completely, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that, you're right. I, I it's, like, very much enjoy. Yeah. Despite the fact that Sana's, like, in a corner by herself trying to, like, deny, like, there's, yeah, she's, but even she's kind of got, like, a smile, and then she starts making hard eyes with Yusuf, and then it's like, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, and then Yusuf comes over, because he also very much clearly has a crush. Uh-huh. Uh, like, it's obvious that there's, like, mutual interest between the two of them, yeah. but it's still this sort of stage where no one's ready to... Totally. Acknowledge it in any sort of way. <laughs> and, and also... Oh, she's just, like, the sweetest. I know, that's, I kind of love them because they're the sweetest. Yeah. Uh, so the sweetness between them it makes Yusana one of my favorite, like, uh-huh. ships. Legit. Uh, but it's funny because the first thing he says to her is, like, you hate hanging out with, you hate hanging out with us. That's <laughs> the episode title. That's right. That's where that comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, he's, like, all, like, and he says that with a smile, though. Yeah, yeah. And she also kind of smirks back at him. Um, and then, is that when? I think that's when her mother calls. That's when her mother calls. Um, so yeah, they, they're, they're kind of like semi-flirting, and then the mother calls, uh, basically just being like, where are you? And you can see Sana the minute she sees the name on the phone. She remembers. She's like, oh, shit. I forgot about going to the mosque. Yeah. Um, and so here, this scene, I think, is like a, a, the thesis statement of the season, basically. Yes. Um, she first lies that she's helping Nora with something, and then her mother's like, well, where are you? And, and then she's she like, has well, now say, we're going to a party. Right. At which her mother says, um, it would be easier if you were friends with people more like yourself. Um, and to which she replies, I can have Norwegian friends and still be myself. Yeah. And that's pretty much the thesis of the season. Yeah. Right yeah. there. And, and I, I was very moved by her mother's statement in that kind of, like, where, where I can relate to it is only as an immigrant, I don't have the religious side of it, but, um, and that kind of generational, mm-hmm. uh, especially f- when you grow up in a country, you are more, like, attuned to it, part of it, whatever, and the mother kind of acknowledging a kind of reality, but also not one that, uh, one that doesn't make me happy, at least, that's yeah, all she, I'll say. Yeah, she, she, there's, like, you get the sense of, like, there's this pause, and she's like, okay, I trust you. Like, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Because she does, and yet, you know that she wants to. But for, to more. her kind of old school perspective, like, it just would be easier. Yeah. And, like, yes, we moved here to have a better life for you, but if you just hung out with your own kind, quote unquote, um, it, and, and I don't know, it, it's like a, a small-minded perspective, but, yeah. I mean, I say that as somebody who really likes it, her it parents. It comes from a place... But I understand where she's coming yeah, from. Yeah, it comes from a place of love and a place of wanting the best, best for yeah. her children. And um, and I think there's... W- wanting I to make sure that they're still connected to yeah. their heritage. And I think there's nothing that a parent hates more than not... Feeling helpless in helping a kid with a problem that you just right. 
can't comprehend right and like you're saying wanting also wanting to make sure that you're not losing them and to her this is like this thing where you're constantly constantly about to lose sana it reminds me and to what she's not sure right (laughs) right yeah yeah exactly just to um yeah, well, she literally just says it would be easier. Yeah. Like, she means it. Like, it would just be easier for you on your life. That you yeah. have less decisions you have to make, less moral quandaries you have to make. Um, I, had a, I had a friend, I mean, I still have a friend, uh, who, when she was very little, her father is from Iran, her mother is British, and when she was very little, she lived in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. She Ooh. was, like, four years old okay. in the heart of Mormon country. Her father's Muslim. And... Uh, she told me this story and it just I remember thinking like oh my god she basically the reason her mother finally said we're leaving we're moving out of here they, they taught at the university which is why they were working, living there her parents did um, she said that she was trying to set up a play date for her daughter with a neighbor and the neighbor basically was just like you know I'm fine with letting them play but what would they have to talk about <laughs> and her mother's reaction was they're four <laughs> They're gonna talk about like building blocks, like yeah. what do you, what do you like, link, uh, Lincoln logs, whatever. Like, what do you? Yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean? And so that this moment, kind of this sentiment of like it would be easier if you were friends with people like more like yourself, kind of reminded me of that of just mm-hmm. like people, the instinct of some people to just stick to their own kind. Yeah, get, quote unquote. And I mean, I I don't think she's wrong in that as much as Sana is like a badass and has all this attitude, um, she does feel this apprehension about sharing all of who she is with them. Right. Well, Uh, and in in the very beginning of the episode is this whole, like, we are made to feel what it's like to feel so different. Yeah. And that everyone is kind of aware how different you are. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it it would be, I guess, arguably easier. But also you don't want it to be. And she she is friends with these girls, these concrete girls. Yeah, she's choosing it. She loves them. Exactly. Uh, And... Does that mean that she believes that there's parts of herself she has to keep away right. from them? Yes, and that's not what she should be doing, right. but she's willing to do that. Right. It's it's about this journey of um, being a dual identity person, like yeah, you know, uh, whether it's like Japanese American or whatever. In her case, uh, do did we ever figure out what country she's from? Is it ever stated? Uh, I th- I mean, she's born in Norway. Yeah. Uh, isn't it isn't it Morocco? I can't remember. They go to a, her parents go to a Moroccan wedding later on in the season. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was Morocco. So, in any case, being like Moroccan Norwegian, like how to so how to balance I, those I know competing they do, aspects of your identity. Yeah, I know they do say it. So I'll confirm. But when I'm we get sure to that, that episode, but I'm yeah, pretty well, sure no. they're Moroccan. I don't want to like completely misspeak, but yeah. So anyway, just like that is a process of, of of I don't know, merging, consolidating, balancing, making peace. I think for everyone who, I mean, in America there's so many people who are like that, who, like, live here but have some other kind of um, cultural or ethnic background. I mean, I struggle with that. Exactly. All the time. <laughs> I didn't want to, like, be like, you know, like, you know, but I would yeah. Want, yeah. Yeah. All, all the time. All the time, yeah, completely. Yeah. I, mean, I might have an American citizenship, which, again, very thankful for, but I, I don't, I've never felt American. Right. And I don't see that changing and all those like subtle moments when you suddenly realize like oh i'm not completely people ask me what do you do what what did you do for fourth of july growing up nothing right (laughs) i mean it was a holiday but you just go to the beach like you know and hang out it was it was not about patriotism because my patriotism is reserved for puerto rico puerto rico right whatever that means right even yeah so 
yeah, so th- there are those moments. Uh, even owning a flag of the United States to me is boring. Right, 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 right. I don't know. It's like it's, no, I completely. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I am both. Yeah, I am. I am both, and I and I love both for a lot of reasons, and yet I, I have a very complicated relationship. Yeah, I, I I think I've mentioned before that I made the joke about like I even feel bad that Captain America is my favorite Avenger. <laughs> Do you know what I've I've thought that <laughs> because I I love Captain America, but like I can't tell my family. That. I know it's one of the things I appreciate about you. Your love for Cap, your pure love for <laughs> Captain America, <laughs> completely pure. <laughs> So, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that's something, yeah, it just, it's very fascinating to yeah, me. Uh, yeah. So I can identify to some extent, too, where I'm like, they're so, especially because Puerto Rican out of every, like, Latin American or Caribbean is the most Americanized. Right. So there's so many things about me that are genuinely right, uh, right, right, right. American, uh, but yet ultimately I'm like Puerto Rican. Right. Like, so it's this interesting, yeah, balance right, right, for right, sure. Right. Yeah, you can never not be one. Yeah. You're exactly. always going to be both. Yeah. Um... And so, so the season, I mean, there's one more scene left or like, like kind of one more set piece, but but so far I feel like this episode is promising really interesting, really compelling themes, conflicts. Um, like I love the idea of watching Sana have to grapple with these questions, identity, identity questions. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And, and I do love, we don't see the mom call the brother ever. Like, I do right. love that even if it's not, um, again, it's in, it's more in the background of anything. Like, no one's asked. She doesn't say I'm with Elias because that wouldn't win, win her right. any points either way. Right, right, But right, no right. one ever also, he's not asked to be at the mosque. Yes. Like, different things are sort of asked of the daughter and the son. Yes, and oh. so even the sort of internal, within one culture or one identity, uh, the conflicts and questions surrounding that are brought up. Yeah, so yeah. I thought that was, that was sort of interesting. Oh, yeah, and then I think that is, again, we have a, a, the prayer call again, sort of bookending right. a little bit of both of the beginning and the end. Although we still have one more scene, so we actually get to the party. And again, it's these really fun sort of party scene moments. Uh-huh. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah. That I was just like... It looks like a very, very I was like, fun. I do want a bottle of champagne that I'm just going to, like, drink in the streets <laughs> while I'm holding some balloons. Balloons! Yeah. yeah. Ideal night. Yeah, so there. Uh-huh. In, like, bulky jacket and yes. a short skirt. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Love oh, my you. God, I will say that whole bulky jacket shirt skirt brought me back to college yes oh yeah of course because of boston <laughs> i was like yes 100 percent. like in los angeles we don't get a lot of no, that no we but... do not get a lot of that in los angeles even even if it's cold at night which it is a lot of the time you're like yeah but i'm only gonna be outside for like three minutes yeah so i can i can to get it. into my car or yeah. uber or whatever um yeah so basically they get to the party and uh because she has gotten the reminder sana is going to try to fulfill her prayer obligation for the night so she like goes into the bathroom to wash her hands there's this kind of fascinating moment of her and I think it's one of the great Julianne like writing directing details details where she has to get from the bathroom to the a quiet room where she can pray um, without touching anything because I think part of the ritual is washing your hands and again my complete ignorance <laughs> on the religion is showing I don't know anything about any other religion if it makes any difference I'm e- equally ignorant yeah I uh, dude I I didn't I don't remember meeting a Jewish person until I was like ten. At the oh, uh, <laughs> everyone in Puerto Rico is Catholic or quiet. Right. <laughs> That's such a good. <laughs> you're either Catholic or you shut up about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Where'd you meet your first Jewish person? Um, That's a weird question. I never um, thought I would ask. It was people, uh, political people who helped my dad. 
like people oh, people okay. in the world of politics. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Americans. Right, right, right. Uh, traveling. Yeah, traveling and yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then, anyway, just so she, she kind of makes her way to another room, and then she's in this kind of bedroom, and it's such a good... She, ba- she like, takes a little... Uh, carpet what's it called rug rug um and she gets ready to kneel and she starts her prayer and, and this did is... you notice she has an app that like tells her where the oh i didn't yeah yeah that's great she, where I, mecca is yes exactly or, or like yeah that, that's what i assume again it was wordlessly but i saw that she took the time to do that and then moved the... and then turned it around yeah turned it around so i assume that's what she's doing yeah that totally that would be a very logical app to have yeah <laughs> and it's a great shot um she's kind of like stuck between two walls Mm -hmm. and it's this incredibly beige yes i loved i loved that (laughs) shot (laughs) it's like the most uh ikea western bedroom you could imagine um so none of the just as opposite from a mosque setting as you can get Mm -hmm. Uh, and then it's very beige and she's in her in her black yeah yeah so she stands out yeah and of course that's that's what i loved about it i was like oh this is so beautiful and as she is praying, this couple comes in, doesn't even notice her. They're making out. They fall on the bed. And, and she just she, kind of gives up. Yeah. And she walks like, out of the room and being like, I although I do have this question, are there no locks in Norway? <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe not on indoor doors. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I was like, it, it could be uh, houses are different everywhere yeah. in the world. I have no idea. Yeah. I had a friend whose parents took off the locks on their <laughs> bedroom doors oh, yeah? when they hit their teenagers. I remember thinking... It was super weird. Anyway, super invasive. I don't know. I just didn't give me yeah, a weird I, feeling. I definitely had locked doors through most. I've always had locked doors. Yeah, yeah. And even like, uh, I always shared a bathroom with my brother, so it was always like lock that shit. Right. Like, and especially stay away. siblings. Yeah, you need them. So she basically gives up and walks outside. Walks outside, and then as soon as she walks outside, where she's already like. So basically, she feels bad because she forgot about the mosque thing, and then... Um, and then she couldn't pray. Then she couldn't pray, and then she comes out, and the first thing she sees is Yusuf and Nora talking on the couch, which I guess we should have said that in the background throughout all this time, Vilde uh, and the girls have been talking about trying to set up Nora with... with yeah, potentially, yeah. It's uh, the continuation from the gym scene, basically. Yeah. So yeah. That, that That's kind the of, setup, and yeah, this is the... Sort of the payoff, and... Sana essentially just looks at it and she's like, great. I can't. Yeah. 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 yeah fuck she's this. She's just pissed. I yeah. mean, not in like a raging way. No, it, it, a... there's this like resignation. Exactly. Just that's this resignation to like, yeah, this is what my life is. Yeah, that's the perfect word. This yeah. kind of like, well, I can't have anything nice kind yeah. of feeling. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, no, you can't. Yeah, I'm like, no, Sana. You totally can. <laughs> Uh, just talk to someone for please. Yeah, just sake. talk to someone. Is Which I feel like we're gonna say a lot. A this lot. Season. A lot. Oh. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. So that's the first episode. Yeah. Uh, again, I think it does a really good job of sort of setting everything up. Yeah. Really good writing. I think really good performances directing everything. Yeah. I think again. I'm interested by everything. I am interested by up. everything. Again, I, I'm a huge fan of Yusuf. And then, did we say that he's in real life? He's friends with P. Chris. Oh, that's, no. That's, yeah, that's sort of the connection. That's fun. Yeah, no, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did he get the job because of that? Um, I think it had a role in okay. that. Like I he got his friend yeah, audition yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, So cool. Pete Chris is still giving us great things. <laughs> He's in it I'm such a weird, like, I have such a relationship with Pete Chris because <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't ship him with Eva. I understand why people do, but also I love him passionately. 
Um, he's a hard guy to hate. <laughs> he's like one of those people who can get away with murder, probably, because he can just be like the biggest dick, and you're like, ah, I mean, that's him. Yeah, you know? that's I don't, just, just a typical I don't person. expect anything more from him. Yeah. I remember, I don't quite remember, I know it's a weird ending from him and Eva at the end of the season, so I, could, I can't quite remember exactly what it is, so it'll be a surprise. Okay, I won't, I won't remind you then. Yeah, we'll it'll see, be. We'll leave that question up yeah. there. Um, I think my, now watching and having watched it a couple times, what I find really interesting is that we don't really get a sense of within the girl, girl squad, who is supposed to be the person that Sana leans on the most. That's true. Uh, the dynamic is a little bit different from previous seasons. Yeah. Uh, with the girls. And yeah. Sana seems a lot more isolated than I thought her to be. Exactly. So, I mean, and, I, and maybe that's on purpose. Maybe something has changed. Maybe that's just the way it's always been. But we've, I've always had this sort of, like, glimpse of, like, oh, there's there's people that she gravitates towards more, uh, and we don't quite see that here with anyone. Right, like, Chris is the original friend that she was attached to, but yeah. then... Yeah, and, and there's a lot of them on Instagram, like, throughout right. the seasons of them being close and all of that. Right. Um, but then Nura is kind of who she was most with. Yeah, and then we'll, and then, we'll get to that, too. <laughs> the Nura of it all. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what I heard? Um, so... One of my co-workers, I think I told you, I found out she has had watched Scum. Oh, uh-huh. Without me saying anything. Uh, and has recently started listening to this podcast. Oh, yeah, And she's, like, out. super excited about that. Uh, but she told me that she, when she was doing her own sort of research, she found out that uh, Josephine actually hated the short Nora haircut. Oh. Hated it. And that's why, like, we and that's see that's why her, she grew it She grew it out, long. and basically it's still crazy long. Um, oh, it looks so good in that of, uh-huh. her movie premiered. Oh, did it? It's a tiff, right? A tiff. Uh, so there were so many pictures of her, and she was so pretty, Aww. and it was a great. It got got a good review. Good. Um. Uh. And so I'm excited to see what happens in terms of like how we will be able to watch that right. movie if it's gonna get theatrical uh, yeah, or yeah, Netflix. I, or... Yeah, I haven't heard too much about that, mm. but I am excited. Yeah. Excited. yeah. What's it called again? Do you remember? Disco. That's right, and it's. I remember saying it's weird that they both did dance movies. After. Although hers is definitely way more experimental. From I read the I read the I think it was Variety review and I was like okay cool <laughs> it's a movie we'll take Joe to <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure uh, I'll be like Josephine yes yeah, so I'm yeah. very proud of her cool yeah I wanted to tweet like I feel like 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 all my children are growing up yeah. and I'm so proud of them they're going out of the world and they're doing things yeah that was the other thing Aaron was Aaron was like I just don't understand why they're not all bigger like all of them right now yeah i I mean i guess it's hard yeah it's norway yeah like i think i mean i have hope for all of them but you know yeah it's not not everyone can be i know it's not the same country but i was gonna say not everyone can be the scars guards you know right (laughs) right and and, yeah not that many people come from non-english speaking countries even if they speak perfect english yeah exactly so it's always a hard transition yeah um so anyway we just wish the best for them yeah all right so I guess we're going to talk some more about Sana's season later. Uh, yeah, we'll do a couple more episodes at least, and then we'll see what's next. Yeah, I think Netherlands. Yeah. Definitely Netherlands, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you about that because, again, they they got, they get you for like three-fourths of it, and uh, then you're like, eh, Yeah, I remember you saying that. Landing. But it's so pretty. Okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm excited. All cool. right. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, wait. I'm going to do this correctly. <laughs> okay, so again, we love to hear from you guys uh, on our Tumblr, uh, on our Gmail, which is Norwegian at gmail.com, um, on our Twitter. Why don't I have these written down? Uh, <laughs> we need a little post-it somewhere. Oh, they're, or, oh, they're all should be in our, like, episode description, so yeah. you can find it there. Um, 
By the way, if you email or message me, I will either answer within 15 minutes or six weeks later. There is no in between. <laughs> so don't feel like that we're ignoring, ignoring you. you. It's just like, I don't know why. That's the two modes that I'm at. So like I actually just replied to a really good scam Austin message. Um, oh, no. So <laughs> thank you for reaching out to us. I will read them. I mean not always reply and then uh, we'll talk to you about it and then you reply for both yeah of and then i keep being like maybe i should start that instagram or a facebook page does anyone have facebook's page anymore <laughs> should i do the instagram but they all seem like a lot of work so uh, so we'll see listen. all right uh so thank you for listening yeah uh, uh see y'all later i don't know see you next time see you next time bye, bye.